Good morning, everyone. Great to have you with us on the Big Sports Breakfast this Friday, the 16th of September. And I'm sure there are many Australian broken hearts this morning after a crushing result to the Wallabies last night. And what can only be described as suffering a two-point loss, 39-37, to 37, in the jaws of victory against New Zealand. They were trailing 31-13 to 13 at one point, and somehow the Aussies managed to claw their way back to a 37-34 to 34 lead with just three minutes to go. Then, with a penalty right in front of Australia's own goalpost, all number 10 Bernard Foley had to do was kick the ball in the touch. That would have seen Australia take a line-out up the field, but he was pinged for time-wasting by the French referee, Mature Raynell, which means the Wallabies' Bledisloe Cup drought since 2002 will continue for another year. Heartbreaking stuff. Good morning, Loz. Good morning, Pup. What a way to lose. Unbelievable. Good morning to yeah. everybody. Um, at one stage there, I thought the Wallabies were going to get flogged, and then I was nearly going to go to bed, and I thought, no, I'll watch a few more minutes of this game, and then the Wallabies scored, and then it was game on, and then they hit the, the lead, and I'm thinking, geez, they're going to hang on here to win. I've never seen a penalty like that before uh, in terms of time wasting in rugby. I don't know whether it's happened before, but it'd be heartbreaking for the Wallabies because they got themselves in a position to win that game. Um, you know, we've discussed it this morning. You know, we're sort of disappointed that it happens like that. Only question I've got is that I think he was wasting time, as everyone does in that situation. But I want to know what the referee was actually saying to Bernard Foley because it seems as though he didn't know that the time clock had been restarted. It looked as though he thought the time was off and my understanding is if the time's off, you you can have that time wasting or, you know, have the forwards over there in their little group having a bit of a discussion about what was going on. But if he's said that the time is back on and you've got to use the football, then you have to use it. And if you don't, then you can be penalised. So I I don't understand the rules enough. But what I can say, it was heartbreak for the Wallabies and the Wallaby supporters last night. Yeah, well, Loz actually made an interesting observation, which we were discussing, Pup, that the players behind Bernard Foley Mm, were blowing up Deluxe and yelling at him. So I wondered whether they were maybe looking at a time clock that was perhaps on a, a big screen. But, I mean, you've both been professional sportsmen when you when you have the, you could see the elation when they were three points in front, you know, and, and it looked as though the game was theirs. Yeah, to lose that way, oh, that's got to hurt. Yeah, morning boys, morning to our listeners. Yeah, devastating. There's no doubt about it. I, see, that's I. That's what I was talking about. I, I, the players were all screaming at Foley to kick the ball. So I, I thought maybe he made an error, but then now, like even after the game, listening to all the commentators speak and everyone that knows rugby uh, a lot better than I was smashing the ref. So I was a bit confused. I was like, well, has the ref made a mistake or like penalised Australia or the Wallabies, you know, for for something that never happens in the sport? That's how it come across from the commentators. Yeah, it looked like it never ha- happened before yeah. and, and they've been told to but do when it, you but see the, the footage, turns a blind eye. When you see the footage of the boys behind Foley, Mate, they are going off their nuts, screaming at him like it was like they knew the rules and he didn't. Yeah. That's what it looks like on the replay. So, uh, 
I didn't know. I would again. You know me. You heard me in the, in the NRL. I'm blaming the ref on every every occasion. <laughs> but I didn't know yeah. last night at the end of the game. I, I was confused whose fault it was. Do they have a clock? Well, I in know. rugby because in league, you know, with the scrum clock. So if you don't pack the scrum in yeah. time, the the, you the can siren the bit, goes, yeah. and then it's a it's a handover. It's yeah. a penalty. I know rugby because it's such a confusing game has become big on transparency on the big screen. <laughs> they will put up why. <laughs> There is a penalty, for example. So I'm of the assumption that at Marvel Stadium last night, they would have had a time clock. We know in rugby league when they pack a scrum, yeah. they mm. put a time clock. Drop clock out. Up. You know, same yeah, thing. That's right. Drop out. There's a, yeah. there's a time clock. Yeah, yeah. so I reckon they, they would have been aware. It's funny, though. You know, I, I guess a lot of the reaction will be this morning that we were robbed. But And, and there was even commentary last night that the Wallabies were the better, better team. <laughs> I don't know whether they were the better team. They were down 10 10 so nil The better early. team in the last 10, 15 minutes, yeah. they were finishing all over the All Blacks. I enjoyed the game. I will say that. I, I, think I enjoyed we, I think the we, game We've too. been, quite hard. Hard. We've been yeah. quite hard on the Wallabies. But in does here. it endear you back to the game of rugby as a whole watching that <sighs> game? Because it was it's, still a it, bit it's slow. Very stop, it's very stop. That, yeah. that, the stop-start thing is hard for me. But, like, last night, I felt I was on. I was not... Yeah. You know, it, it locked me in. So watching the – like, again, I, I can't sit here and say – I love the way the Wallabies played last mm. night. I thought, it, I thought it was entertaining yeah. rugby. There, there you go. That's yeah. my no, take. No, no, I, I thought it was a good game too. But I just can't get my head around the referee, why he needed to blow that penalty. You, you just don't want to see them, do you? And when no, you're seeing like, the referees – He should have said to Foley, yeah, listen, yeah, if you stop, don't kick it, I'm going to penalise yeah, you. Stop Something along those yeah, lines a, rather than come on, hurry up, and then blow the penalty. It's the same as when the, NR, the footy boys, the league boys, they lay down and take like an extra 30 seconds to play yeah. the ball, and then the ref says, get up and play it, and then – Yep. On, you, on you go, you get up and play. Yeah. They don't penalise them. No. A lot of people it, coming through on the text this morning. Uh, morning, boys. Watched my first game of rugby in a couple of years last night. I think it's pretty clear all forms of sports are now being over-refereed and too much video involvement. Felt like the game was stopping for video referee plays or people getting put in the bin all night. Also, blokes who... Uh, oh, that's another one. So, But that's from Chapo. Good on you, Chapo. Here's another one. Why doesn't the ref explain his actions in a press conference so we all know what the rules are? You know what? I like that. I like that in general. I reckon the ref's cop an absolute hiding. And umpires, cricket umpires, the same thing. Every player, oh, sorry, every captain or, or player at the end of the game from both teams and in rugby league, Ooh. for example, coach, has to do a press conference. Win, lose or draw, you've got to do it. Why don't the refs get the opportunity to at least explain, like, tell their side? They might get abused more. <laughs> they might get belted more. But in this yeah. instance, I reckon everyone wants to know, hang on a second, where's this rule come from? Like, give the yeah. ref the chance. Well, you know what? The rule is probably there, but it's never been officiated but, like that before. Tell, and that's let, why let, everyone's blowing let up. Let him say that then. Yeah, hey, I, give I, them the chance, I, mean. like, I reckon. No one's ever seen it. So why did he have to pull it out last night? You know what like, would be why? great? If the refs did have to do a press conference, but they did it Nick Kyrgios style. Oh, <laughs> mate. <laughs> start just, abusing everyone. Yeah, no, exactly. Mate, why was this penalty blown? <laughs> mate, because he was carrying on like a <laughs> yeah. goose. Yeah. Here's another it's one. It's an ordinary it? rule, though, isn't it? As yeah. in... Like to do it last night in that scenario, yeah, game but on the it line. feels petty. But it does. But what about the other side when we smash referees for not having the courage to blow the whistle and give the penalty when the game's on the line? Like this is where the refs can't win. And don't worry, I don't want to be sticking up for any referees. No. But if something happens in a game 
and we've seen it a million times this season, and the ref hasn't got the courage to penalise him because, oh, no, it's, there's only 30 seconds to go, a minute to go, and I don't want to be the face of the game. I want to stay out of it. Mm. We smashed the rest for not having the courage. Now, in this instance, if this is the rule... Yeah, it happened against our team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so true. You're spot on. Hey, you'll like this so one, too, true. on the text line, Clarky. Uh, only the Wallabies or West Tigers oh, could have lost that game oh, last God. night. Oh, my God. I, I tell you what uh, was a, a, Couldn't a believe high it. point of last night's sporting action was Paul Gallen. Um, what a supreme athlete he is. Not Beating not just one, but two fighters in the same night. Of course, they were dubbing it State of Origin of Boxing. The former New South Wales captain taking on Queenslanders, Ben Hannant. So Ben Hannant was out first, and then an hour later it was Justin Hodges. So Hannon went the distance with Gallon, but I, I you know he was pretty comfortable on points. I, I think it, yeah. was, it was fair to say yeah. uh, from Gallon. Then the second fight. Well, this was interesting because Hodges was all over Gallon in the first two rounds. Actually yeah. knocked Gallon down. Yeah, yeah. But testament to what an athlete Gallon is, he almost just rose in strength and power in that third set, and it was a it, uh, third. Round and it was a stoppage, yeah, uh, to Gallon against Hodges. Gallon, man, every time I watch him fight, I I just get you're just more scared of him, like, he is that tough, it's not funny. And what even watching, I didn't watch the fight, but watching the highlights, he got belted so many times. I I think his face was really wrecked, wasn't it? If you're sitting in a studio in Queensland right now, they'll be saying Hodjo lost the fight because Gal, uh. Hit him, Ill- him, hit him illegally, ropes, yeah. and from that moment on, Gal then, you know, uh, got on top of Hodjo. So that's what they would be saying in Queensland. And I think Gal's actually come out and said, look, I'm happy to give Hodjo a rematch. Hodjo shouldn't fight Because of again. that. But, <laughs> mate, honestly, Hodjo did well to still be standing by yeah. the end of it. But even Gal, like, no one can say he can't cop a punch. He is that tough. It is not funny. And 41. 41. Mate. He's doing this at 41 years of age. He's got to stop now, though, Gal, as well. Like, even listen to his comments throughout the week about the whole talk about brain damage. When you watch that fight, mm. it, both of them, like, you they just took some hate. Shots. Mate, you, I hate seeing both get hit like that. Mm. You, you just. It's got to, it has to do damage over a period of time. Cop and punches like that from, mate, you're talking heavyweights as well. It's not not 60 kilos. No, no, that's exactly oh, right. I, I mean, can't I be watched, good for you, that. I only watched the highlights last night, but I had some mates um, not watching the rugbies. They were watching the fight, and I yeah. said, well, just keep giving me an update. So, you know, after the first fight, they said, oh, Gal split, and he looked banged up a little bit. And then the update in the Hodges fight was Gal looks gassed. Yeah, right. Hodjo was looks, swinging well, him and connecting. Well. Yeah, yeah, and Hodjo was swinging hard and, and hitting. But then sort of round, the end of round two, round three came around and Gal just clicked into gear and he started to pick it up and then he just hit Hodjo with everything and just gave it to him. Um, and it just shows you, like, no matter how good a fighter you are, to fight, get yourself ready in the right headspace, do four rounds cool down for an hour and then come back out to try and get yourself up to that level again. It can take you a, a while to get going. Well, gents, we've learnt this morning that one of the greats, if not the greatest in world sport, Roger Federer, has called time on his tennis career. Injuries finally took their toll there on the 41-year-old, a winner of 20 Grand Slam titles. Obviously, he hasn't played since Wimbledon 2021, since you know he had knee surgery. So, um, obviously... 
an amazing career. $194 million in prize money. That's third all time. Ranked number one for a total of 310 weeks, 237 of those consecutive. As I mentioned, 20 Grand Slams, which includes six Australian Opens, one French Open, and eight Wimbledons. One of the greats. Freak. Genius. Legend. Yep. Uh, greatness right there. Oh, the, the only thing I, I, I wish... I wish he had the chance to announce his retirement and playing one more major tournament or come to Australia one more time. Just just for the world to stand and applaud. To celebrate and, his career. Yeah, and pay him that respect because he certainly deserves it. But, man, what a career. I, the one thing I love about Roger Federer is in any sport, it's ultra competitive. And, yes, there are egos, certainly at the highest level. Yet he has been an absolute legend on and off that tennis court. The way he has held himself off the tennis court has been, I reckon, just as amazing as how successful he has been on the tennis court. And that's an important point, Clark, because Man. as you both know, as as you know, captains of, of your respective sports, the pressure that goes not just with what you do on the field, yeah. because that's something that you love doing it that you can control. Yeah. But it's well, often, you train for that every yeah. day, right? The on on field stuff you actually practice. The off field stuff, certainly in his era, you didn't like Roger Federer. People laugh. I, I, I never, I've never had media training in my life. So Roger Federer, same sort of age through that year, he might have never had media training yet. Everything he has done off the tennis court has been unbelievable. The way he talks, the way he acts, the way he holds himself, the way. He, is what an ambassador for the game of tennis for young boys and young girls. He gives his time to everyone. You, I, I'm fortunate enough to meet him a couple of times. The way he speaks, like one on one, it's like, dude, this can't be real. You actually can't be that nice a guy and be that good a tennis player. But he is, mm. and to me, that is that's as important as how good a tennis player he was. The thing that you remember about Roger Federer was how easy it looked on the yeah. tennis court and. He didn't look like he was using maximum effort. Mark War of cricket. Well, yeah. yeah. Like Junior so was the elegant, same. Just yeah. really like so much good time. on the eye. Just look good on the eye. Yet you see other tennis players, they struggle to get across to the ball. Yeah. And they're always running around and they look gassed. And But Federer, he, he very rarely raised a sweat. Yeah, that's what it was like, I know. You know, but just the shot selection. Single hand backhand, oh. that's the thing I'll oh. miss. Like, everyone now is double hand backhand. Uh, I, yeah. Just to watch that backhand from Federer was like... It, it was. Graceful. It was like Mark, Mark Wall in cricket terms, I can't ever remember him diving. So he'd take unbelievable catches, but he was always on his feet. Yeah. That skillful, that much natural talent. You see, anybody else, they'll dive or they'll fall over when they yeah. catch it. Mark Wall never did. Roger Federer, I agree, when he played tennis, oh. mate, he was, it was like it was never in a rush. Yeah. He, was always, he was always there. Junior had that great shot, and you, you'll tell me what shot it is. Off his just, pads. Oh. oh, mate. Teams used How to set. That? They'd have six fielders on the leg side. Jeez, they're going, was... you know what? Even we bowled it at middle stump, he, he has to hit it there. Yeah. And he'd say, okay, I'll split them. I'll get it in between him. He was just off middle stump, yeah. so elegant. Oh, that, that was Amazing his, wrist that was his as well. Mark, Mark Roy, yeah. That was beautiful. Yeah, off mm. his pads mm. was genius. Yeah. And yeah, I reckon him and Roger, again, different sports, yeah. but well, Mark Roy, great tennis player as well. Him and Steve good. and their two other brothers, I think, were yeah. brilliant tennis players. So, yeah, he'll be missed, Rog, yep. as well. Sure the, gentleman, the gentleman of tennis. 
We celebrate his career this morning, Roger Federer, uh, calling time. It's certainly uh, dominated by the rugby result last night. And we've got this on the text line as well. Uh, This from Toaster from Bathurst. The whole game of rugby is about stoppages. It's a bit rich that they get pinged for a stoppage. That's actually true, isn't it? But uh, let's look at the, the papers with the rugby league dominating the back page on the Daily Telegraph. It says, Money Man, and a big photo of Mitch Moses, Uncle Benny, Benny Elias, has said that um, he's one of the big game players and that's enough to get it done for Parramatta tonight against the Canberra Raiders. And Ricky Stewart has returned serve and said, well, if he is a big player, big players need to win games. So the pressure's on him. Yeah, the pressure's always on the number seven in a big game. But Mitch Moses, I think he's played terrifically well this season. He's had plenty of composure, but again... You get judged on the big games at the end of the year and how far you can take your team. Unfairly or fairly, number sevens are always in the spotlight. So Mitch is coming off that head knock last weekend. I'd assume that he'll have plenty of traffic his way. And when he takes the ball into the line tonight, that the Raiders will be there to greet him and and meet him and try and put him under as much pressure as they, they possibly can. But it's a big moment for both these clubs. You know, more so Parramatta, given that, you know, they've been under pressure, they've been in this situation... You know, people are asking, can they go to that next level? Can they get to the prelim? Can they get to a grand final? They're on the right side of the draw. And if they're as good as what we think, then they should be able to progress. But well, if they don't, the question mark will remain and then everyone comes under pressure. Loz, what about this added pressure? James Hooper writes about the Parramatta Eels report that has been leaked on the eve of these finals, um, claims that there's nepotism. So Nathan Brown, the former NRL coach, um, has been tasked to conduct an internal review. Now, there's been several damning findings, including there was a perception of nepotism in the appointment of staff and players, better connection needed from the NRL to flag and to junior reps, acknowledgement of all staff across all programs could be better, Skill development of players could be better with the Eels' philosophy and role clarity needs to be better communicated and the communication across all roles needs to be clearer. But that call of nepotism, that's are damning. They talk, are they talking about his son? Well, there's no reference talk- to Jake Arthur, his son, in this instance. But that could be <laughs> and maybe oh will God. be the perception. Yeah, I'd love to know who... You know, obviously they spoke to as well. You know, there's there'd be some. Well, I'm it's... sure a lot of this will be anonymous in, yeah. in the review. Yeah. Yeah. Is this is this a player survey? The, well, this is this will be a review. Any, anyone involved with the club? Where... Staff will be interviewed. Yeah, okay. Players will be interviewed. Yeah. Do we know what? Could that, could that be one? Could that be one sour player that yeah. didn't get picked and Jake did get picked? Or, would... or are we saying this yeah. is this is from? 80% of the people yeah. that were interviewed. Like, again... So he employed I think, his whole family. Yeah. I, 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 I would are suggest... You pulling, are you pulling, you know, one survey out to make an article? That's yeah. what I want I, I would suggest for that to be a finding in this internal review from Nathan Brown, it's come it would from... be more than one source. It would be multiple <sighs> sources. Hmm. So how do you re- respond to that as a team? Do you just try to put it oh, in the back of your mind? Or... That'll galvanise them. Anytime you turn the page and of, hope there's a scandal with another team. Yeah, anytime you have a bit of adversity on the eve of the game, I, th- I think it helps your performance. I really do. I, I think it helps bring you together, and you and you you discuss it. And I think as a group, 
you'd be pretty determined and you'd be pretty filthy that someone's leaked it yeah. the day before a game. I feel for Brad Arthur. I, I feel like Brad Arthur has copped it all season. Yeah. And if Parra lose this yeah. game... That's the worst thing that could happen to the Raiders today. Well, Clarky, you, you've yeah. been part of the Australian That's... cricket team when there's been reviews. Oh, the Argus review, mate, it was that heavy. It wasn't funny. It was like everyone was running for cover. So many people lost their jobs or lost their position. Um, and it took ages. So even in the weight of it was 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 a nasty place to be uh, or uncomfortable place to be. And, you know, again, I, you'd like to th- I like to think when people are doing surveys or things like this or reviews, it's about how can we get better. But I've always questioned how does it get out or why does it get out? If it's about getting better, then you're not here to hurt anybody. Like that to me is a massive stab, whether it's true or not, it's a massive stab at Brad Arthur once again. So whoever's released it or given it out, they don't want Brad Arthur. They, I reckon that is just, he has copped so much. And I understand as a leader, you've got a job to do. And Brad Arthur's admitted that. Yeah, we know. We know where we sit. We know we're under the pump. We know we've got to perform. But that, before the gap, like yeah. I just reckon. I, I don't think Brad Arthur's picking his son. To, because oh, just because he's his son, Brad Arthur is under as much pressure as anyone. So yeah, his job's always on the line exactly and will always right. be spoken about. I I, I think if nah. he thought that Jake couldn't do the job, yeah, he wouldn't. He wouldn't. Him. He wouldn't yeah, be I picking. Agree. I agree. I I I, I believe that. I, I I seriously do. You know. Well, we even there, had there, a question. some talk about young Cartwright playing. Well, we had well, that question well, on the text line yesterday well, asking Block it, didn't they? He's not playing that great either. Mm. You know, and are you going to trust Bryce Cartwright? Yes, he's got more experience than young Jake. Possibly plays a few more positions, but I, I think the kid deserves a fair break. I don't see it as nepotism. Yeah, I feel sorry for his son as well. Like, you training his backside off, wants to play in the NRL. You've got to have self-belief, but you keep getting hit like this. Like, people are saying, the only reason you're playing is because your old man's a coach. Like, that's, what, that's so insulting, hmm. you know, and... Yeah, I, I, I just again, I can't. I've never met anybody in my life at the highest level where your job is on the line, you're under pressure. Where you would go and select someone if, if there's someone better sitting yeah, there. You didn't think you could. You would win not do that, that group because, especially in a leadership role, mate, that your job's on the line. Mm-hmm. You are result driven. Your business is based on we win. I got a job. We lose. I don't. And surely, Brad Arthur. We've seen how many coaches get sacked every year. That would be his number one priority, not, you know what, I'd rather lose this week and give my son a game. At the highest level, maybe at under 10s, not at the highest level. Mm. Well, we'll see how it uh, transpires tonight with the Eels taking on the Canberra Raiders kicking off a qualifying finals weekend. Um, Now, sorry, not qualifying finals, um, semifinals this weekend. Now, Brad Rosen will be joining us uh, pretty shortly to talk basketball. Ali Mosley will join us as well, uh, talking racing. Great racing coming up this weekend at Randwick and also the Newcastle Gold Cup and Cameron meeting today as well. Adam Pangeli will join us to talk racing and sport. The Million Dollar Chase, we'll talk about that for the Greyhounds. Brad Davidson as well for his tips for the weekend. Rachel Haynes, the... Uh, Australian women's cricket vice-captain. She's retiring. We'll chat to her later in the show. Jason Maloney, Australian boxer, the current uh, world number one WBOWBC. He's now on the George Cambosis uh, Haney card. He will be joining us as well in Phil Moss to talk football. That's a very big show, topped off by the biggest element of the morning, and that is the Sticky Wings Big Sports Breakfast Multi. Loz has been doing his form. 
He's got a pretty juicy multi coming up, so make sure you stay with us on the Big Sports Breakfast and you can get involved in that. We want you to get involved as well in the show. The open line number 135353, the SMS 0419767272.